do you ever have the thought that if I could just be skinny, if I could just be at my ideal weight, my life would be amazing. I would be so much happier. You know, it's it's like you imagine this joyful life where you're just happy all the time and you have energy and all your relationships are great. Welcome to Boss Body, the podcast where successful women learn how to lose weight and get healthy in a way they can live forever. If you're successful in so many areas of your life, but can't seem to give yourself the same care and compassion you show everyone else, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Sarah Haas, women's weight loss and body love coach, and I'm here to help you create the light, joyful, energetic life you deserve. Hi there, and welcome to the Boss Body Podcast. This is Sarah Haas, and I am very happy to be here as your host today. I have a great episode for you because today we're going to be talking about how to feel good now instead of waiting until you're at your ideal weight. So let me ask you this. Do you ever have the thought that if I could just be skinny, if I could just be at my ideal weight, my life would be amazing. I would be so much happier. You know, it's it's like you imagine this joyful life where you're just happy all the time and you have energy and all your relationships are great and things are just going to fall into place if you were just at X weight or at X size and you look at people who you think are skinny or who are the size you wish you were and you think, oh man, they're so in control. They're just totally organized and they have so much energy and their life just looks like Instagram perfect. Well, guess what? Despite the number that's on the scale, your life is going to be pretty much the same regardless of your weight. So if you lose the weight, all the issues and problems and things in your life that you have going on are still going to be there. You're just going to be a different size. And guess what? People who are thin still have problems, still have issues. Their life is not perfect. And I guarantee you, there is more going on behind the scenes than you think. So here's the thing. If you're carrying extra weight, whatever your issues are that have caused you to gain the weight, you're wearing it on your sleeve because it's external. So other people can see it. And so you look at somebody who's thin and you think, oh, they don't have any problems because they look great. They look healthy. They look happy. But I guarantee you, under the surface, behind closed doors, they're dealing with things like depression and anxiety or shopping addictions or alcoholism or perfectionism or they're a workaholic, you name it. They have issues going on too. They just deal with them and numb them out and avoid them with something other than food. So if you are someone who deals with stress 
or depression or anxiety or boredom or any kind of emotional issues by eating, it shows on your outside. And then you're comparing yourself to people who have different issues that don't necessarily show on the outside. And then you feel like you're less than you feel like you're less worthy. You feel like, you know, you, you have more problems. You're less disciplined. You know, you're, you're not enough. And that's just simply not the truth. Just because you're thin. So let's say you drop all the weight you've been wanting to lose just because you're thin doesn't mean you're not going to have self-confidence issues. I think I said that right. It seemed like a double negative. Let me rephrase. People who are thin still have body image problems and self-confidence issues. There's always somebody thinner. There's always somebody more fit. There's always body parts that you don't like. Growing up, I was always thin. I I was athletic and, you know, I could pretty much eat what I wanted. However, I was dealing with depression that was undiagnosed and not, not medicated. And I hated what I saw when I looked at the mirror. My nose Oh my gosh, if I, I wish I had back out all the hours that I spent as an adolescent worrying about how much I hated my nose. And so there's always something. And now I embrace it. I'm like, eh, oh, well, you know, I have a prominent nose. That's, that's me. That's part of me. It makes me who I am. And just because it doesn't look like you know, the, the American ideal, or, you know, I used to always think like, I could never be a model because they would look at me immediately and say, Oh, no, your nose is too big. And so that was, you know, (laughs) such a big imperfection. And it went on and on and on from there. So just because someone is thin, and to you, they look good, they, it doesn't mean that they aren't dealing with other self-confidence issues. So the bottom line is changing your body is not necessarily going to change your life. If you are in a bad relationship, if you don't like your career, if you have family issues, anything that you have going on uh, having a thinner body is not going to make those issues any better. If you lose the weight, then you're going to see that the initial problem that caused you to gain the weight is still going to be there. For example, I see clients all the time that have had stomach surgery and that's sort of a band-aid because yes, it forces them to not be able to eat more than they should. However, it's kind of like playing whack-a-mole because they had these emotional issues that caused them to overeat. Now they can't overeat, but the emotional issues remain and they're left with finding another way to deal with those issues. So it's like you play whack-a-mole, you knock one down and it pops up somewhere else. And a lot of people, a really high percentage of people that get stomach surgeries end up having other addictions, end up turning to alcohol or starting to smoke and things like that. And that is why 
is because those underlying problems are still going to be there. So it's going to take a deeper dive. If you truly want to get healthy, if you truly want to lose the weight and keep it off, you have to start examining what is underneath. You have to start peeling off the layers and getting down to the crux of it. And the things that I see in my work all the time are it's people dealing with their past traumas. So everyone has trauma in childhood, whether it is bullying or it could be, you know, something worse like being sexually abused, or it could be parents who aren't emotionally available for you. Maybe they have a mental illness. Maybe they're alcoholics. And sometimes it's a little more subtle. Sometimes you can't quite put your finger on it because it's something like you're, you never felt good enough. Like you were trying to please your parents and you would come home with an A and they would say, oh, that's really good. But it could have been an A plus or you had a great, you know, game in whatever sport you're playing. And they said, oh, good job. But next time when such and such happens, maybe you could do such and such. So it's almost like the bar keeps getting raised no matter how good you are. It isn't quite good enough. And you internalize that. It could even be comments that someone made to you once. Uh, it could be something about your weight or any number of things. And you have to start digging in to figure out what is that story that I'm telling myself in my head and what emotions is it causing and deal with those emotions and break that cycle, break that pattern, because then you're turning to food to numb out. You're turning to food so you don't have to feel those emotions. You're literally stuffing your emotions down by putting food in your mouth. So basically, the extra weight isn't the problem. The extra weight is a symptom and you got to dig a little deeper to find out what the actual problem is. Because if you go after treating the symptom without treating the problem, it's basically like putting a bandaid on it. It would be like if you are, if you have a fever and you just take Tylenol instead of addressing the bacteria that's actually causing it. And I am not in any way saying that you shouldn't try to change your body, that you shouldn't try to get healthy, that you shouldn't want to look your best and feel your best. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the thing you are seeking by trying to lose weight, what you want is happiness. You want joy. You want love. You want confidence. You want to feel good. And just losing the weight isn't going to get you that. So you have to find ways to start feeling good now, to start having joy, to start having confidence, to start having fun. So where in your life can you do those things? you're struggling to stick with healthy habits and need a kick in the pants to get and stay on track, I'm so excited to offer you my free weight loss jumpstart course. You deserve to feel good and look good forever. 
and it doesn't have to be complicated, overwhelming, or miserable. I'll show you how to do it simply and with ease. It's available for instant download right now on my website at sarahhaaswellness.com and I'll also put a link to it in the show notes. I hope you'll take me up on it and I'll see you inside. I have a client that I was talking with the other day and she told me that she's always put off this vacation. She has this dream vacation she wants to take and she loves animals and she loves cats and she wants to take this vacation to see these wild, wild cats in Florida, I think it is. And she's been putting it off year after year after year because she wants to take lots of pictures. You know, she wants to commemorate it and have memories, but she doesn't want to look fat in the pictures. So she's been putting off this dream vacation until she loses the weight. (laughs) And guess what? We worked on it and I helped her to realize that, you know what? Don't wait to feel good. Don't wait to feel happy. Do things that make you feel good and make you happy now. And that gets you motivated to lose the weight. Because when you start feeling good, you have energy and you want to treat yourself well and you want to do more things that help you feel good. If you are isolating yourself and not getting out there and not doing things that make you happy, you're going to have low motivation, you're going to have low energy, and it's actually going to keep you from reaching your goals. So the way to get to your goals is to flip it and start feeling good now. Find things that give you confidence. What are you good at? What do you enjoy? What do people always say about you? You know, you're so good at X. You're, you're such a great blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever it is that your strength is, where you shine, do that more. And that is going to have a positive snowball effect on your weight in the long run because you're, you're having fun, you're feeling good, and you want more of that. And so you start treating yourself better. You start feeling worthy of the self-care that you need in order to lose the weight. So just a quick recap of what we've talked about today. Losing the weight doesn't equal having the life you love. Skinny people are not happier. They don't have a perfect life. They still have issues just like you do. And if you want to lose the weight, you have to address the underlying issues. And lastly, Don't wait to start feeling good and finding joy because doing that now is what will help you start losing the weight. All right, that is our show for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. I can't wait to see you next time. I'll see you then. Thank you so much for being here. I'm honored that you've chosen to spend your time with me and allowed me to be part of your journey. If you like what you're hearing, remember to subscribe to the podcast and share it with anyone you think would benefit. I'll see you soon.